Uh, all right, welcome back, guys. We're finally back. Uh, sorry for the long hiatus. I do apologize. We've had some personal things go on, um, but uh, we owe you guys at least an apology. And hey, we're gonna. I don't. Back with, well, you may not, but uh, <laughs> I do because I'm usually the one that says, "Hey, Alex, let's record on this day." And I have been dropping the ball big time, so <laughs> I apologize, guys. But uh, we're back. We're the Bearded Christians, and we're ready to roll. So let me introduce my man across the table. You love his beard. You love him, Alex, the man across the table. How's it going? How you been? Uh, I somehow I jacked my back up the other day. I don't, mm. I don't know what I did. I really don't. My wife called me and was like, you big dope. You fell down some stairs. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot. No, uh, I did, but like it didn't have an effect on me right away. It was yeah. really weird. Like, and then the other day I got out of bed and getting out of bed was a challenge and it was just like sheer pain all the way down my What did you do the day before? Side. Anything? Huh? Where, did you do any, Nothing really. any heavy lifting the day before? No. So I'm always lifting machines and stuff for what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Any sort of weird pickups? Like It could have been, but my back's been bothering me for the past couple uh, months, and it's been getting progressively worse. Mm-hmm. So I feel How old like... Are you? Huh? How how old are you? How old am I? Yeah, uh, I'm not even forty yet. <laughs> no, I mean you're probably like I'm thirty nine. Yeah, I just turned thirty nine. Yeah, yeah. So get ready because it's coming. We're starting to feel it. <laughs> I, I feel like it's already there. Well, like all That's the work that I've ever done in my life has been mm-hmm. crazy physical work, like. Uh, metal restoration, stone restoration, you know, all that. That's yeah. all I do. That's heavy machinery moving around. And no, my, you know. I'm not. That's my body's breaking down just because I was an idiot to it. You know what I mean? I don't have. I'm not a labor person, like hard labor. I've done a little bit, but I give it up to you guys, man. There's, I just can't. I couldn't. Mine's do a lot of hands and knee work because I do a lot of floor yeah. work. So. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of up, down, on your hands and knees, that kind of stuff. But it is what it is. I wouldn't still be doing it if I didn't love it. So yeah, well, good. Yeah. No, that, that that that's awesome. My my middle brother, he's a um, owns Echo Echo Systems or something long here out in out in Hawaii, and he's that type. He just my dad's that like like to work with their with, with their hands. I can't be out in the sun. <laughs> I melt. I'm not. I'm not this beautiful not thing type. melts. It melts. Okay. <laughs> I like sitting in front of my computer and, or not even a computer. I'm an ideas person. I'm an, I'm a, uh, you know, I like to think. I like to study. I like to, that. So I like to work inside or I like to work with helping people. Well, the great so, thing is, is I do residential. So I'm always inside. Yeah. So when it's hot outside, I got air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. When it's cold outside, I got uh-huh. heat. I'm good to go. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so, all right. Anyways, guys. We're going to touch base on pride. Yes, all the pride. Green pride, black pride, orange pride, all the pride. Uh, and I just forgot my code in my phone. I didn't bring my computer today. All right, so I guess we're going to start it off with a definition of what pride really is. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so the definition that I came up with is a deep feeling of pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements of those with whom... One is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. So to me, basically, that's yourself. You're not, yeah. you're, you're relying on yourself to get things done instead of relying on God, which to mm-hmm. me, that means you can't bring glory to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, to me, it's to, it's, it's, whenever it says pride is this toward, toward one's own achievement, it's this, it's this, pull inward right right it, so i've accomplished an achievement and 
the only reason I did it is because of me, right? right? There's, there's not even this look of the talents you have, the skills you have. God gave you all of this, right? There's no looking at that. It's just because of me. And this, this web this website called deadlysins.com. Um, we'll put a link in the description. It, it had, it had just some really good stuff. It says, the sin of pride is said by some, uh, to be the foremost of the seven deadly sins. It is the gateway through all other sins enters the mortal soul. It said pride is excessive belief in one's own, in a, in one's own abilities that interferes with the individual's recognition of the grace of God. It has been called the sin from which all other arise. Pride is also known as vanity. I like that, that it interferes with the individual's recognition of the grace of God, the, right. fa- the favor of God. You know yeah, it I mean? definitely explains it a lot better than I just did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. It's uh, there just is no way to bring glory to God when it when you're being boastful and you're running around with no, all yes. the pride in the world, your chest puffed out and your your head up. You know, you just. Mm. You think you're just the shiz, you know? Yeah. Well, that's whenever whenever they they talk about um, how you know it it was pride that brought Satan down, right? So whenever you think about who Satan was, Lucifer, the um, the most beautifulest angel, right? And so for him to have pride, all that he was, he commanded the uh, the orchestras of heaven and all of his magnificence at some point he began to believe he was awesome and great because of himself right right and so if i'm great because of myself i can overtake god or i can do things my way i am god right and that is that's the very definition or the very end result of pride is that everything i have is because of me Right. Right. And I think where you see it in, t- in today's society, whenever you see people, whether it's the athlete or the businessman, any person that is extremely accomplished and they're like, I did this because of me, my hard work did this. And yes, hard work might have got you there, but the motivation, the skill, the talent, the pr- all good things that led you there is God's favor. The Bible says that all good things come from God. And so the sin of pride is to acknowledge self above God. All right. right. Yeah, and that that's that's a really good way of putting that. Um, also, so I don't think it was just, which it's another seven deadly sin. And I think this is where it all comes from. It all does come from Lucifer mm-hmm. and the fall. Um, because jealousy, I do believe, was another thing when God said that we get to inherit the earth, not him, mm-hmm. that made him mad, and he decided that he's going to take it upon himself to inherit the earth no matter what. Yeah. And so I think that that jealousy uh, is another part. And I, like I said, I do believe this is where the seven deadly sins actually come from, oh, is no, his yeah. reaction to God and God telling him, this is how it's going to be. Oh, okay. Get you see it, what I'm saying? It. You see what I'm yeah, getting so at? This is my they... conspiracy mind <laughs> linking all this together. So, oh, wait. So, so you're saying you think that... You, you think it's the framework? Yes. That, so they said, here's the, like, they mirrored the seven deadly sins from the fall of Satan? To give or take, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, oh, I just yeah. don't know how, like, gluttony would fit in there. Yeah. Um, except for yeah. maybe because of the, the constant celebrations on earth. 
um, that they were yeah. having at the time. It was so always gluttony, a reason to celebrate. I think gluttony is specifically doing gluttony is just another one, one of the sins of the of the flesh, right? And so, um, yeah, I don't know how that one would fit into the fall of but Satan. But like jealousy and oh, jealousy, pride, pride anger, all that, wrath, yeah. and all that. Yeah, that, that just all makes do, sense, yeah. you know. But sloth, gluttony. Um, I don't know how those the the, the movie Seven. Have you, have you uh-huh. seen that? Oh, what's, what's that about? With with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Uh. Uh-uh. You've so. got to be kidding me. No, why? What's it about? You, the seven deadly sins. Oh, well, that makes sense. That's why they would call it seven, right? You've never seen seven? I think so. I'm think sure so. it's like... Uh, Maybe it was a long time. It was a 90s movie? Late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. It's a, so it's... It dude, I'm not going to say I, if I'm nothing remembering about correctly, it. Okay, like, hold on. I can see the cover of, the, of it because it has... If I remember correctly, it has Roman numeral or uh, yes, uh, yes call yes. Mark's on it. It's not necessarily a good Christian movie. It's just it's a murder thriller, right? So, but it's a it's a real murder thriller about a, about a serial killer that follows the seven deadly sin that kills somebody according to one deadly sin, and, and then he does all that of them. Right? Actually, interesting. It, 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 Sorry, it is. It is. It's really good, and I'm not going to end it. Like. I'm, I'm glad I, because I, I don't want to spoil the spoiler alert, right? I don't want to tell you the end because it, it's a such an awesome twist. You that need to watch it. Like man. angels and demons with uh, what's his face in it? Um, I never, I've never seen that whole that. Oh. So the Da Vinci Code. Oh, those. Yes, yeah, I have which seen are those. Super blasphemous, but like <laughs> I, I read all, all the, the trail books. and the watching like all. I don't know. Some of them are interesting, and I, I understand there's there's a super blasphemous theme to it all. Um, but the angels and demons version was kind of interesting because it also had to deal with, with specific sins and the guy was oh, killing a specific yeah, I remember a specific that. bishop yeah. and each one of them because they had apparently committed that sin. What? So you didn't like just, this is a, this is an offshoot. I read all, all the books. I've never read the books. I did. I'm more I of got, a movie guy. I, I, well, I watched the, 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 the those movies too. Why? You see, I, people threw such a fit about the... Da Vinci Code, because, you know, and then he got sued because from, because from that original book. It's a super crazy con- conspiracy at the end of it just to say that Jesus had a bloodline. I see right, it. I said it. I, I said it, but I don't believe it. I just I I said it. I say it. it. I, I see it as such like a fantasy twist. Like right. there's no, there is no legitimate truth to it whatsoever, right? And so... To me, like to get upset about it is like in a, in a way to give it credit, right? But to watch it as entertainment and fantasy, right, is just that. It's just it's inner. I mean, entertainment it kind of gets you going, what if? But like, even in the Book of Mary, I don't believe they talk about it because that's her own. The uh, what you call it? The, the Gospel of Mary. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't even think she talks about it in there. So it's it's one of those things. Like, there's no historical evidence that backs mm-hmm. this up. Although there are a lot of historians that are super, I would I say more conspiracy minded than I am. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You know, oh, Jesus had a bloodline. Well, no, no, he didn't. Yeah, But yeah, yeah. even at one point in time, like before I even uh, started entertaining the thought of Christianity and things like that, I was into that stuff like, oh, man, Jesus could have had a baby. Oh, no, I see where people could. But I, I think, but to me, it was so, I'm um, in the books and like the the one about Jesus is is good, but his other ones about the um 
like about the 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 secret societies here in America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those books, those were good. The ones dude. over in England. So it's the secret societies in England, like the Rosicrucians, uh, the Opus Dei, and all of those. Yeah. Like super, super creepy, crazy. Yeah, people. yeah. But um, his books, the, the the Dan Brown books about those, they were all good books, man. I, I went through a phase where I was, I read all his books, and then I ran, I read all of Anne Rice's, not all of them, a whole bunch of. The interview with the vampire books. Right. Um, they, they were just, and then she got saved, but then she went back and then got unsaved and was saying some other like universal stuff. So she went back and forth. Gosh. But <laughs> she next level stuff. I know, but either way. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I we did kind of deviate yeah. a little bit. But uh, um, what was I going to say? I want to say something about that before we get away from it. Oh, no, oh, the last thing, sorry to go back to what we were just talking about, oh, yeah. is they say that the statue of uh, is that you, Liberty? No, the statue, like you see them in people's gardens of the Mother Mary holding Jesus. Oh, yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They say that's not the Mother Mary. They say that's Mary Magdalene holding Sarah, the offspring of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, believe it. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to come up with something. They'll always come up with something uh, off the charts. But anyways, let's get let's get back to pride, guys. Um, so we've read the definition. Um, and like we've explained, by definition of what pride actually means, you can't bring glory to God. There's just no way because you're putting all your faith and your trust in yourself. And you're not putting the faith and the trust where it needs to be, which is in the Lord. Um, so we're going to go down the controversial side here a little bit with the LGBTQ, black pride, white pride, um, just pride in general. Um, I want to say that within these pride groups, pride breeds violence. Would you agree with that? Oh, no, absolutely. Because um, so pride Read your definition of of, of pride. It, it, it was talking about the achieve. Read the whole thing, especially it says, at, it's at a the deep end. Feeling of pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements of those with whom one is closely associated, or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Okay, so a group, right? So pride through a group, like the ones. So it's pride with the within the individual or the achievement of the ones that you're associated with, right? So it's individual pride in the ones that I associate with. So whether it's the pride groups like like the the LGBTQ, like or white pride or black pride or or whatever pride, right? To which it's a sin. Right is whenever you feel like if you feel like your achievements and everything is just for is because of you and your and your group. The problem with that is whenever you have the like this pride and that pride and that pride, it all f- facilitates the whole schisms, right? Ageism, racism, um, sexism. Uh, I don't know what type of ism. How it yeah, it, it, it is, right? It's right. so all the isms, it's dividing the groups. So we're literally dividing everybody into groups. And when you divide, just naturally, we, we want to protect those that are in our group. So the more that we label and divide ourselves, the more that we were, we are naturally making ourselves susceptible to, to, to group violence and group Die, 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 the different group dynamics. The key is to really understand that we're all humans, right? Everything. My question, I guess this is all right. I don't want any, I'm not, I don't think it would cause any comments. When it comes to like, um, 
the 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 LGBTQ plus group, right? Why? What's the point, or what I don't understand, and this is an honest question, because I personally believe that everybody has the right to live how they want to live, like from a political standpoint, right? Um, if you want to be gay, be gay. I have no problem from a from us living in the same culture and getting along or being friends. I have no issue with that whatsoever. So this is an honest question. Why... Um, why so they talk about identity i identify as this why the identity in their who they're sexually attracted to like why does the whole of their human existence come down to the type of person that they're sexually attracted to right because what's a lesbian a, a female that's attracted to Another female, right? Like each of these define who they're sexually attracted to. But I don't think the sexually attracted identity thing is there. I think it's more of I identify as a woman or identify as a man that we see that more pro- more prevalent in the transgenderism of it all. Um, as far as being gay or being uh, homosexual or whatever, I-, I think that's more just their own sexuality. I don't really see them as identify as being gay. I identify oh, no. as being a lesbian. But I see in transgenderism, I identify as being a woman or I identify as being oh, uh, those a squall too. or a squirrel but, or whatever. But like, so I live, I live in the city, right? And so you, um, people, uh, gay pride or LGBTQ pride is very prevalent, right? And right. I don't have anybody, I don't have a problem. I just don't have a problem with, with it. But my question is, like, that's literally the identity of their group, right? Right. And so the, the labels of the identity are directly connected to sexual attraction. And so that's like an honest question. And then, so in trying to answer it myself, I was thinking, okay, is it because when you suppress something in somebody, then they automatically bring it to the forefront and put it, magnify it because you've tried to suppress it? So this would be in relation to kind of like how black people use the N word. Get out in front of it, use it to basically squash. So, like in a sense, it'd be almost like oh saying, yes, we, you called us this for so long, right? So now we We're, use it, yeah, proudly, exactly. yeah, no, yeah. So and so maybe trying trying to 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 suppress it. That's why they have found their identity in it. But I don't know if that's right. So the honest question is. Why is the overall, why, why is the overall label, right? Cause labels define, it tell us what we are and what we are not. The overall identity of the whole group is connected to what person or type of person that they're sexually attracted to. So it's a group defined by sexual attraction, right? Why that's an honest, like I'm not like just an honest question. Right. Why is the, I, the definition or, who you're sexually attracted to, why is that the thing that 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 defines a group? Why? Or you're I, allowing I, it to define yourself, honestly. Yeah, that's what it really that, is. That's my and that's just that's just like I'm just a curious person, right? So just like honestly, I would I would just, you know and so that goes on back to what we we, <laughs> we were saying. When you find group pride in your group, um just the nature of of dividing, creating bias, 
is going to make you more susceptible to group dynamics. But how do we break up these groups? Because and it's not I'm not saying like I want to go out and be like break up the LGBTQ community, that kind of thing. The point that I'm trying to make is that the more we become a group of humans, the better off we are because obviously our government doesn't care about us. That that's just point blank. You can yeah. see it all day long, yeah, every yeah. day. The only people that care about us is you and me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so that means if it's our LGBTQ community, then, you know, it may not be a lifestyle that I condone, but they're humans first and I love them no matter what. Absolutely. And that, that's it. So the way that, the way that we, that we quit, in my opinion, is that we start with getting rid of all the, all of the division, right? Like we really look at each other's as, but how do you do that when you have big brother stirring it up? All the time. You don't, you don't listen to them. Right? So you have a, it's like with anything else. How do you else. get 300 million people not to listen to the government? How do you get 300, people <laughs> well, no, not to, it, 300 million people not to watch the news? It's so with my, my own personal, my own personal outlook is through the individual, right? Like I don't really, the, the reason I don't get it into politics is because politics try to create change looking from the big down where I'm more interested in changing the individual up. Right. Right. So for, for me, the answer would be to, um, on the individual level, start getting, defeating it down. And then also like with our kids, man, like, um, the more that I study, right. The more that I, uh, the more that I'm into my, my education, which I'm getting so close, man, I'm so close to being finished. That's awesome. Um, when the more that I'm getting into it, you realize the impact on our kids. And so not teaching our kids like the divide, the, like this dividing stuff. You know how they're, they're, they're put, I, I should have probably looked up on it. Like they're really pushing, like there's some colleges that are pushing like the segregation ideas again. Mm-hmm. Like it's like all white school. Well, they're not, there's not going to be an all white school, but like an all black school or an all this school or only a only a graduation for just ethnic. Like like you're literally teaching and <clears throat> and cre and facilitating division and and group violence by by th- you think you're doing good. But, I don't but even know how they think they're doing good because it's just not – that's not what America is about. America is all about being a melting pot, cultures from all over the so world coming to live together. The reason that they think they're doing good is, well, two things. If it's an honest motive, you would think these this group of people has not been – no, why segregate it? Why segregate? That's it? my point. I don't understand that. Uh, it, there, there could be no good that comes out of that. No, because I, I think because they don't. I don't. I don't understand. I'm gonna tell the, you where I see the, it. <laughs> I see clearly an agenda being pushed that continues to to deviate and pull people away from each other, because the point is. We live in a country that is supposed to be founded on a unity, a form of coming togetherness, no matter I what. I agree, man. And it's it, that's why they call it the melting pot of the world. We are supposed mm. to be a group of Americans, not you know, China American, Black American, Asian American, White American. We're supposed to be Americans first. Yes. So by keeping us divided, because we're the only country here that, re- or the country in the world that really has, we have the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. Mm, yeah, yeah. If you deplete that. 
we have no way to defend no, ourselves. Yeah. I was listening to, um, I get a lot of times the news that I listen to is a uh, breaking point. And, um, Sagar, who is, it's Sagar and, I'm going to get the name wrong, Sagar and Crystal, I think. But Sagar, he was, I think it, it was, it was him, but he was taught, he's, and his family is, they're immigrants. He might have come from India too, or something along those 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 lines. But Sagar was saying that this is the only country that you can literally come into and automatically take on the American identity, and it's the only country in the world that, like, you can't go into Germany and migrate there and, and be a German. Right. You can't. But the moment you step foot in Absolutely. America, You're you American. you are an American. Yeah. Like this is your like and that's the whole nature of 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 our of our country. And so the fact that you get here and then there's this thing that we need to divide and separate like it's 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 I was just thinking about it when Martin Luther King said that that people aren't judged and I know I'm using Martin Luther King quotes whatever um you're not judged by the something but like by the color of your skin but by the content of your character right and that's literally like I don't see you by any external factor I only see you by the way that you treat other people right right and why can't that be our judging factor from now on. Well, it'd be great if it was, but the sad thing is out of safety, out of uh, necessity to survive, especially when you step foot in this country and you don't have anything, what do you do? You pull to where your communities at or your type of people are at because of safety and things like that. This is why you have ghettos. This is why you have, you know, Germantown and St. Louis. That's how it started. It was to pocket together to survive because you didn't have anything. Oh no. Yeah, now yeah. The whole point is, is we're beyond that. And it's time like, like people, you all have got to wake up and understand that our government does not care about us. Yeah, we yeah. are literally cattle to that. <laughs> no, that yeah. is it. We're commodities. Yeah. I, th- I don't know. I don't know. If, okay, so when you say our, define what you, well, hold on, let's take back, cause I, we, that, I know this, that question is going to take us in another rabbit hole. I mean, a, a different rabbit trail. <laughs> I so I promise I did not mean this to be a conspiratorial episode. It's not, this, this is a good con- conversation. So, um, step, step back though, with the, with the, um, whenever, so whenever we, when, so like, I live in down in the city, right? And I live in the Shaw na- neighborhood. And so right around me, you have the Spanish area, the German area, mm-hmm. the hill, the Italians, you go over. And so it's all so, but, and, but naturally all these groups begin to come together, right? Naturally. But now you have from it seems like policies and from an authority standpoint coming in and saying that's like if you just put people together like in in like in like a city context right in a where every i know people divide and then these inner wars can happen i know but what i'm what i'm talking about though people will naturally begin to blend together right the more that 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 they have access to the resources and then the 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 nationalities and everything start to blend together then you have another authority groups coming in and saying no 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 we need to have a graduation for this group we need to have a this for this and it's not natural then you have to think what is the basis for creating division 
where unity is natural. But that so the problem is, is it doesn't work like that. Have you? I can't remember the guy's name, but he did an experiment with rats. Mm-hmm. And I know you, I know you've heard of this experiment where he mm-hmm. did. It was with a bunch of rats, and they built like a, a almost like a, a apartment complex for rats. Mm-hmm. And their water, one of the water was spiked, the other one wasn't, and then it turned into literally how um, these the rats that had the spiked water became like the bottom of society, and the upper parts of society, the the upper echelons, were actually the clean watered rats and the ones. And I'm probably blowing this out of blowing this way <laughs> up. But basically the idea was that um, conformity will happen based on what group you're around. And what group you're around is usually based on your chromosomes and what you see. Like we had this discussion last time, what you mm-hmm. see to be correct. So, you know, black people are going to hang out with black people. White people are going to hang out with white people. Germans are going to hang out with Germans. That's just the way they do it. And it's out of necessity for survival. No, The problem yeah. is, is here in America, we're all supposed to be one. And we have a government force, a, a government giving um, oh, census, give, taking census. Oh, how do you identify as this? And then on top of that, you're seeing it pushed through the news, media, commercials. Oh, I'm German and I'm blah, blah, blah. No, there. What's going on is an agenda to literally keep us divided, no matter what we do. Oh get. no, yeah, I, yeah, I. That's yeah. That I agree that there is a force trying to keep us divided. That yeah, that that because I believe that. In today's time, this is what I see. I see a more, especially, actually, when you look at the statistics of millennials, right? And so that's, that's, that's our age group. Like, so we're the older millennials around 1980. So 83, 80. So we're the older millennials. So 40 years old are the older millennials down to, um, uh, 90-something, right? So we're the millennial, the millennials right now are, um, going into their forties now, 30, thirties and and forties. That group, (laughs) that group, one of the characteristics of that group is a desire to be more, um, diverse, right? Right. So in today's time, and then our kids are going to be even more so because I push it with my kids hard, right? Um, intentionally, um, oh, let me tell you a story after this. Anyways, so um, <laughs> sorry guys, you don't get to hear it. <laughs> oh no, we can't. But just let me finish this. So um, there, uh, but our generation wants to be very diverse. So in this age and time, I see a desire of this coming together. You see it more, man. It's just it's it's it, it's it's there at this this day and time. But then there is a direct force. That you're talking about that seems like they don't want that. They want this group and this group and this group because it serves their power structure. Right. Right. It's easier to control little groups of people than it is one massive. No. Group. Yeah. Because if we're fighting, then we don't. Then right. then you know. The, and so that's that's the structure and pride supports that. Absolutely. That's that's exactly what I was trying to draw the conclusion to. Is when you're out there putting your fists up, I'm. Black power, blue power, green power, gay power, whatever. You're supporting their ability to divide us. Oh, no, Giving into it 110%. So where's the line of just being proud of your heritage and then... Like, you don't need to be proud, but being humble about who you are. There's nothing wrong with knowing your heritage. There's nothing wrong with 
continuing on traditions. There's nothing wrong with that. So what's the difference? Okay, let me let me ask then. What's the difference between pride and a tradition? Um, no, no, no. But being being so it's tied to to an emotion like. Like I'm proud to be a Rhodes, right? I'm proud to be from the South, right? I'm I'm, I'm proud. I'm not from the South to be Southern hospitality and Southern. So this is that. actually one of my questions that I had. When is pride pride, yeah. and when is it okay to be proud? Like I was going to ask you earlier, we were actually talking about it. Yes. Is it is it pride to fly an American flag, and does it? Hold on, let me pull that up because yeah. this is where. I was wanting to kind of draw this line and see exactly where we're at with what exactly is pride and what is, if you can't be pride or be proud and help or uh, give glory to God, then it's pointless, correct? Yeah. So here it is. Is American pride, be, okay, here, yeah, is American pride becoming a part of its own downfall and is idolatry, is it idolatry to fly a flag and does it demonstrate pride? Okay. Here is my, my opinion like um and is the word pride being used wrong in that that subjugation and during that like that sentence i think that the word pride has is different levels right so because like even when you look up the word pride it'll give you different def definitions for it right? right so to be proud as in a sense i'm proud to be a, a Rhodes, right like i have a when I think of roads, right, it gives me a positive emotion that makes me feel confident, right? Right. Does that – so where the, where the problem is is where you give value. You think, one, this group makes me better than another. Rather than just uh, a difference in characteristics, like my last name doesn't make me better. It just characterizes me as from my family, right? Right. But so, is pride in that situation – is that the honest word to be using? Because um, there's another word in here that if means you understand, humility. If you understand pride as something of levels, humble and humility are almost exactly the same. So yeah, so no, humble is humble is. I like this is where I've thought. Somebody, I don't know the quote, but I like it where humble is not thinking less of yourself. But it's thinking of yourself less. But people do often interpret it as a low self-esteem. Oh no, that's or, not that at all. Or it, things like that. That's it's that's what I was reading in uh, online was that it, people do interpret that oh, absolutely as low self-esteem instead of somebody who's just confident in what they can do. I wouldn't even say confident. It's just they don't need to have that boastfulness. They just know that I'm going to go out and do my thing. So the word meek, right? The word meek, like when it talks about Jesus as being meek. Um, the the definition of meek comes with with the word picture of the man that has the sword and knows how to use it. The man, sorry, the the the, the man. Ghost scooping by the glass, <laughs> man. No, I just seen a reflection. I was like, what's that? Um, the the word meek it means it's the word picture. So I'm like the man that has a sword and knows how to use it, but chooses to keep it sheathed. Right. So think of the man that has the authority, the power. But he doesn't, he's not boastful about it and he keeps it, but it's there. He knows it's not this meek and mild, oh, quiet. That's not it. It's this one that has the power and authority, but chooses to keep it. But Which chooses. would be wisdom. Yeah. What, 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 that would be a wise thing to do, right? Cause right. it's a, that, like, to boast about how powerful you are, that is pride, right? right. 
So I feel like we're in kind of like gray water here when well, so it comes to pride. Think of think think of pride as being something on a threshold, right? So to be um, to be proud, just say let, let, let's use pride and proud are two different things, right? To be proud of the family you come from, to be proud of your of your of your heritage, that's okay. To have pride is to think is to is. Group pride is to segregate yourself and to think this group is of more value than another group. To have individual pride is that because I I am this because of my own achievements. I am great and grand. So group and I pride. I didn't need God. Yes. I did it all on my own. So group pride is that same thing. That this group. The people that have these characteristics, we are great because of these characteristics, right? Like, and, and so that, that, that creates the schisms and the, and the, the, the divide. So for me, the answer is this trying to truly view everybody as we're just one big human race, right? Which is super when you, I don't know, I think people know this, you know, every single human being that is on the earth today, Every single one can be traced back to the to the same male and same female. Yes, I didn't. Uh, know that. Every single one. There's actually right? still a scientific study going on with that, and it's called the Adam and Eve Project. I do believe. I'm oh, I didn't know they called it that. Yeah, I do believe so, but I think that's it's a little bit of a different variation on on that part. But yeah, so there is actually a woman. It was the woman that they could trace it back to, um, the farthest in Africa. Yep, yep, yep. It was her chromosomes that everybody on Earth they actually come and they actually have somewhat of the same mm-hmm. DNA or chromosomes. Yeah, uh, or is it both? I don't remember. So I did that. Uh, the one, two, three. The yeah, no, thank you. I want the government to have my, that thing, my stuff on file. I could care less. <laughs> that that thing uh, they got everything. Uh, they swipe. They've swiped my DNA in prison three times. Oh. So they've already got all my. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> they already got me. Um, whatever that thing is, the. One, two, three, you, yeah, you, I know what you, you one, two, three, you and me. Send off your DNA and, yeah. yeah. So on, on there, um, it comes back and it starts explaining all of, of the science and they talk about how, um, they can trace everybody back to the same male and same, and same female. That fact right there should end the, Racism, the green, groups, blue, all blue, of that. Cause we human. all have the same parents. Right. Everybody. Right. Everybody. That's in, that, that is so insane that the science has proven that every human being today came from the same male and female. That's, that blows my mind, man. Cool. And for me, that proves God, right? So I'm going to throw it, a quick curveball out here mm-hmm. about pride. Okay. They call Jesus the lion of Judah, right? Mm-hmm. Why is a, a, lot, a group of lions called a pride? Oh, we would probably have to have to look <laughs> it up. It probably has to something something to do with group. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Like it, yeah. as we were talking about, I was just like, man, they called call him the, the lion of Judah, and you have a pride of lions. Why is that? Yeah, probably. I, I, I would be assuming that it I guarantee would, it has something to do with the fact that lions are supposed to be top dog. And in the, not the jungle, but on the safaris. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting. Why would they relate to Jesus as being something that's known as a pride? Okay. So a lot of times, according to what popped up on, on Google, I'm assuming this is right. Google's always right. 
Lions are called pride because in English, many animal groups are named based on some virtue or vice or idea associated with the animal. Lions were traditionally seen as regal and elevated, so their group is called a pride. Right? So elevated. So that's the top dogs. Pride has to do with you viewing yourself as elevated above right, and that just others. That up. Right? So a group pride would be our group is of greater value than others. Right. I like that, man. Yeah, that actually just really nailed it down for things like white pride, black pride. Oh, yeah, all of pride, that. That you're putting yourself you, higher. You than think your group else. is, is yeah, better than it. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Now, as white guys, we do have to say that our, <laughs> our, our ancestors, um, in this country has been very, um, you know, uh, not necessarily our ancestors, but you, you understand what I'm saying. The white race has been very prideful about their thing, you know. And so, like, it's not like um, everybody is susceptible to it. And I think it's something that every single group, no matter whatever you want to place in front of it, whether it's the uh, the LGBTQ, the color of your skin, your na- your nationality. It's okay to, to have some some pr- to be proud about it, but to think that your group is better because of your group identity, you are facilitating group division. Racism. And, yeah, racism Literally. too. Yeah, all of the isms. Well, you and, are, you so, are, and that's the thing. It's like I don't I don't look at anybody like that you know what i'm saying i don't mm-hmm. it's it, i'm just one person yeah, yeah, yeah. there's another person it doesn't matter what what color they are where they come from or or, or how they talk it's just yeah. that's another person yeah, and yeah. if we can get beyond those barriers then we can start to love each other and once we start loving each other yes. globalists are in trouble okay <laughs> yeah, no I, I agree i agree but it seems like they're winning in their agenda you know what i mean very easily they keep us divided because pretty humans well. are i'm sorry to put it this way but humans are dumb you know, we might we might be we might be able to retain information, but the fact of when it comes to using your brain and thinking outside the box when you need to, mm-hmm. we're dumb. Well, we we follow a path of least resistance, right? Right. And so, and when I least least resistance is the least emotional resistance, right? So whatever will keep me going in this path of feeling good with no resistance is the path that I'm so. I think we talked about this on the last episode too. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> so whichever whichever path is of least resistance is the one that I'm going to travel down, right. and then I'm going to build support systems to help do that. And so that that's what a lot of people they just go with the flow. They just right. whatever is the easiest. But I feel like that's been a conditioning over the past hundred years, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, for the human mind to act like that because it wasn't always like that. There was extreme reaction. That's how we ended up with a free country. No, you yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. got people that started talking and started getting people together and saying, "Hey, this is enough is enough. We've had it with Great Britain. We're done." Yeah, yeah. you know, England can take it and no, shut yeah, off. Yeah, and we don't see that today. It's been a conditioning that's been done by our own government. And yes, it's conspiratorial if you want to say <laughs> it, please. But it's been proven. The actual education system or the the um, oh man, the curriculum is actually done by the Rockefeller Foundation. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know who the Rockefellers are. You know he's a big thief. Yeah, he yeah. stole money and lots of money from people. 
And that agenda is specifically pushed into our school systems to keep us as, first of all, under a state of statehood. Yay, mm-hmm. America, go America, woo, America. Yeah. From there, it's nothing to to create any, nothing more than a generation of buyers and sellers and then people to be good slaves and just go to work from eight to nine or yeah, from yeah, yeah. nine to five and go buy your house. And that's mm-hmm. it. And you just continue to throw your money back to the government. We have been conditioned this way here in America because it was so easy for them to take over once everybody started sitting their butts down and finding things like TV to keep themselves entertained. It's mm-hmm. called tell a vision for a reason, but it also and programming, but it also, um, Gives people what they want. It does. It but gives once it, because it's if crossed I, a barrier or a threshold that has made us to a point where we rely on that alone for stimulus, mm-hmm. then we're lost. No, I agree. But so if I create a system, stimulant, not stimulus. If, if I create a system that you go to work, or make your nine to five, come home, you have a house, uh, your medications, food on the table. And then you are in this just every day back and forth. That's your whole thing, right? That's your, 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 that's the conditioning, right? And that's your whole life is that, right? If you're happy with that life, then that's, is it them keeping them as slaves or are they just getting, giving these people what they want? No, they're not just giving. So yes, they're giving you what you want because in your regular mind, when you want to be able to just to be able to love your family and support your family and take care of them, what you want is your house, your car, your food, your medications, and your TV, your Xbox, your games, and things like that. But when it comes down to it that we're losing all of these freedoms because right now we're being shown this hand, but they're working so hard behind the scenes to literally do away with our freedoms. Look at how bad during COVID <laughs> How bad people were suppressed with free freedom of speech. I don't know. But we what? have a basic we have a basic uh, uh, code, literally, and it's called the. Uh, come on now, um, well, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I <laughs> on that. We have a Constitution for a reason mm-hmm. that guarantees specific things to us, no matter what, because they're given to us from God, mm-hmm. and those are slowly being taken away because everybody's too preoccupied with. The next time Trump's going to court or with the next person on uh, the mass singer or whatever. So they have literally done nothing but load that box full of junk to keep you entertained. While it might be what you want, but you don't realize what you really want is slipping away because you're being preoccupied over what, here. What, I, what I'm saying is I don't think people really want this other thing. I think they want the comfort and the cushy life. And they'll take the restrictions and they'll take all the other stuff as long as you give me the, this, this vision of, um, the white picket fence, the nine to five. See, I, I disagree. I, I, I feel it's been conditioned in your mind to not pursue other options. I feel like it has been in the masses. It has literally been conditioned through newspapers. Magazine. When you say TV, condition, what do you, what, what do you, what do you trained mean? Trained to okay. think this but, is what I want. Okay, so. Because it's what he has. It's because what she has. And now oh, I no, see no. that. Oh, no, no. All of that. I want no, that now. All of that plays into it, right? Right. But so every single human being has, um, oh, I wish I could remember it. Do you know what the happiness um, pyramid is? Nuh-uh. 
Okay, so there's this, there's this, I wish, I would have known. We the, totally deviated. Uh, I know, but we're, 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 we're going to get there. Uh, the happiness pyramid, and there's five different levels to make the, the ideal level of fulfillment, right? And at the very, um, the very bottom, it's just your regular, um, food, water, things, things like, a lot like that. So everybody has the natural thing in them to live in a, let's say a garden of Eden, right? Or if you don't want to take the religious metaphor, just they want, like whenever the, the people, when civilizations were just coming in, they would go into, to an area, they would create a fence, or let's say the castle, they fenced a wall, and they have their place of peace inside, right? So every human being from the very beginning, even within the Christian context, you have life beginning in a garden, a wall, a place of peace that has all your provision, which within that garden of peace. The instinct is with is within everybody to create that. For me, the system gives us that as long as you'll go along with the system. Right. Right? The old school way, right? Like let's say the way that my my papa was, right? Or even my uh my the middle brother Eric that's in Hawaii. They have this this desire to be naturally sustainable, right? Like they can grow their own food, they can kill their own their own their own meat. They do almost everything they have. They're self-sustainable, right? And so they can live in whatever way they desire because they're not in part of the system. I believe most people are okay with the exchange as long as they get the comfort, right? So the government is giving them the comforts. They're not having to, like the whole system supplies the comfort, right? That's what capitalism is, right? It it supports this lifestyle, right? And so that's what they're after. The people are after the comfort and, um, the system gives it to them as long as you... Yeah, you're plugged into the matrix, literally. So do you think these people have or know that there's an availability of options to them? For most or people, I don't think there are a lot of options. There's really not. So therefore, that system has now got them enslaved. They're stuck having to feed off of that system no matter what. There's. Let, let, let me step back. There are options if you're willing to put in the work. It's yes. not... Anytime you go against the system, it's going to cost you. Right. It's going to, right? And but mo- do people most people know that they can do that. So that's the thing is, is people get wrapped up by from the time you're born to the time you die, especially depending on where you live at. Like if you're in the city, if you're just outside on the suburbs, mm-hmm. or if you're all the way out in the country, lifestyle changes because of necessity to survive. Mm-hmm. So in the city, no matter what, you're predisposed. You're going to see everything that from advertisement to, to, I mean, the fastest food you can get. Because why? Because it's hustle and bustle in the city. Everything's mm-hmm. fast, moving, moving, mm-hmm. moving, moving. So therefore, they don't have the option to be self-sustainable in the city. Instead, uh, that. you get, well, I mean, you don't really see They're city more gardens exposed. and things like that. So what you see is literally, like, have you ever seen the movie They Live? With Rodney, sure. uh, Roddy Piper in it, and he puts on the glasses, and you see all the aliens and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and how they're they're enslaving everybody. Uh, no, I've never seen it's it. It's really quite interesting, and it really does work that way, because the farther you get out of there, you get farther away from the propaganda. You mm-hmm. get farther away from being told how to live your life, and you start being able to do on your own. You start buying a house with acreage. You can farm. You can do this. You can do that. 
Every options change when you the further you move away from the direct center of government, which is the city. <sighs> there is a I control mean, I, barrier coming from the diplomacy that comes out of you know like St. Louis, the city. And literally, you can't do much in that city. I, think it, about it. I I. It depends on, it depends on your perspective, right? So I've lived both, right? I grew up in the country, um, and I live in the city now. Um, to me, I'm freer in the city, right? Because I don't, I don't, um, so especially when you're talking about St. Louis, you really, it really is divided are you depending freer upon. Or are you just more convenient? No, I'm, I'm freer because I don't, because it's, um, it's a different type of freedom for, 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 for me. I'm free to do anything I want to do. Right. right. My point of freedom isn't, isn't in aspects of like your freedom of speech or your freedom of this and freedom of that. My point is, is that freedom, you are binded up in a system when you're living within city confines. No matter how you slice the pie, you might be free to walk down the street. You might be free oh, no, to no. run and do this. But I don't see the country being any different. Well, in the country. What's different? Can you run around naked? Can't do it in the city. In the country, you can. Okay, I mean, the, the, but those are, but those are, those are. But now you're split. Now you're dividing freedom down to to little little bitty issues. You can't you can't run. So the only difference then is the amount of space between person. I'm sorry, I'm getting a last smile. <laughs> no, it's all right. Around naked. <laughs> so the only the only the only difference then is the amount of space. Not really. If I, you know, because if I own all the property in the city, I can run run around naked. I can run around in my backyard but you can't naked because you have a confound a confined because space we all of people li- around you. Okay, so that's just the nature of people living together. That's not the system I- itself. It's the same rules in the country. It's just people have more land. Mm, I disagree. I feel that the actual system within the city is designed to keep people confined to the city. And that that whole point is literally just like over in China, the way Uh they're stacking people up inside of high rises and things like that. People aren't really buying houses there. They're buying little uh, apartment complexes Uh as they move up. That's the idea behind globalism. That is what they're trying to do. No, I understand. I I, see. I just being somebody that's, that's um, lived both. There's just, it really is just a different type of system, but they're both systems. Um, it's, just, it, 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 it's, there is no difference unless you do your own food, your own electricity, your own, you have your own well, your own sep, unless you're absolutely off the grid, there's no difference between the city and, and the, and the country. I think there is. And oh no no, no. I understand. I'm saying from my perspective. I mean, that's the reason why I moved into the city is to feel more free. That's my specific reason because I I feel like, but it's more of a, it's more of a. Okay, here's my perception of it. This might I pro- I probably won't clip this section. <laughs> the sit the city. So well, we can break it down by personality psychology. The country seems to be um, more conservative in nature, right? To an extent, yeah. Okay. So conservative in nature usually means you have higher levels of conscientiousness in your personality, right? So higher levels of conscientiousness in your personality is by nature you conserve, you hold things more. Change is – you're less likely to change quicker, right? 
where less levels of conscientiousness and more levels of openness in your personality, you like change, right? You can predict um, a party, Republican, Democrat, or progressive, conservative, um, to a point, to a certain degree, dependent upon levels of conscientiousness and openness in your personality, right? So let's say, based on that, let's say that so areas that are rural or areas that have higher levels of conservative I- ideologies are also higher in conscientiousness, and areas that are more higher percentage of progressives are higher levels of openness in their personality based on that understanding, which means that when you go out into a rural area, you could experience a more less, um, a less willing, a less acceptance of an openness to ideas, to change. It's this more conservative mindset. We don't like change. Change is different. We want that we like things to be how they've always been. We don't need. And so then when you go to areas that have openness to experience, they like change. They, they like the difference, right? So if you take that mentality to an entire group or a culture that is let you feel more oppressed in the expression of new ideas in that culture. Okay. So the reason I like the city is because I feel more free in my ability to think, in my expression of dress, in my expression of me, because they're more open to ideas as a mere characteristic of their personality. Whereas in the country, I feel more oppressed just by the personality makeup of people that tend to be more conservative. They are less likely to embrace difference. Right. So for me, when I say I feel freer in the city, I'm saying that strictly because there's a more openness to difference in in that culture than there is in a rural culture. Okay, let me ask you. So when I say freer, that's really what I mean. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So based on this ideology alone, why are we seeing mass movement from city to rural? And a mass movement from rural to city, especially in our age age group. Well, so like they they let it be known that there is more people moving out of the city to rural areas and wanting the land and things like that than there are pretty much moving back into the city, and it has a lot to do with democratic policies that have been instilled since this regime. Yes, I call them a regime has <laughs> been in power, and it's it's the negligent so. We have a Republican governor. It doesn't necessarily affect us because we're a red state. Once you start getting into more blue states, that's where you're mm-hmm. seeing it at, that's and it. you're seeing the actual rush from the city out of the city and back out into the rural area because of crime rates that are going through the roof, because of you know crazy white on black, black on white, whatever crime that's going on. So, yeah, on. I, 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 I think that stat... Um, is depending on on where you're reading it, depending on the city. 
right? Like here in Missouri, that's not the case. No, like, because we have a conservative state. Correct. In, 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 in red states, even if they have bluer cities, they're like in, I can name multiple neighborhoods that you can't buy a house and it's, um, it's millennials. Like once the, like you have to put a contract within a week of it hitting the market. Like they can't keep them on the market in the city right, right now. And there's a huge push of millennials moving into the city. A huge right, but push. you also have to remember too that you got Wash U that's right there, and mm-hmm. those kids are graduating, and boom, what do they want to do? No, not on that side. I'm talking about set the south, the south side. So well, say, even then, it's still convenient for them to, because it's oh, just a no, hop no. over. Okay, like like if you were to go into my into like tower, like the fact that there's a college right in the middle of the city. That really helps because all them kids graduate and then boom, they go right into the city and they get jobs, oh, as doctors, no, and everything no, yeah. else. Yeah. Well, see, there, 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 there's also a big push in millennials for, for that urban community lifestyle, right? Like when you say, when you go in the city, there's not a lot of, uh, you don't see a lot of city gardens. That's not in my neighborhood. They're everywhere. And they're starting to become like whole neighborhoods are taking whole lots and turn them into 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 neighborhood gardens now. And so like like this push of back and forth, it's I don't know, how do we get on city versus not versus <laughs> but know. city. I mean, anyways, We're way off topic. I've been for about forty five minutes. It don't now. matter. With the city, it's just there, there's more. Uh, it seems like there's just more. If you're in the blue cities, that's like defund the police and all that. Like, it's going way down. And St. Louis does still have, like, a homicide problem. And if you have a Kia or a Hyundai, do not go into this. Like, you're right. going to get robbed. Like, my wife has a Kia van. Oh, and it's not. Like, I, I, I was just reading in our neighborhood, a couple came in from Kansas City to stay. And I live in a nice na- neighborhood. Came in to stay for just a weekend. And they had a Kia and Hyundai and got their, got their car, their car stolen. But they're getting, they're, they're hitting those. They know how to get into them. There's even a lawsuit between St. Louis and Hyundai or Kia or something about it. But either, either, either way, depending on which state, city that you're in is what I think. But it all comes down to, I'm not better because I live in the city. I don't have city pride. And there, there's no country pride. You know what no. I mean? Pride, pride is what creates this. Pull I'm and tug. Yes, Back exactly, exactly. It's it's a pull and tug. And there's no give and take. It's a pull and tug. Like I want this, you want this. We're gonna pull on it, and that's where I feel like we need to, as Americans. And the whole point is, and, and it's not so much to beat up on the government, yeah. <laughs> even though I'm laughing at it. <laughs> uh, it's much more to get people to be aware of why they're labeling us. It's, it's not about being proud of who you are. It's literally about labeling you as a specific commodity against this commodity mm-hmm. so that when it comes down to it, I hate you, you hate me, and that's just all it is. We're not a happy family. Mm-hmm. you know. And that, that is the whole point. That is the agenda behind it. And the whole point is, is if America doesn't wake up soon... We're going to find that we've lost everything that we've ever fought for. You know, we were talking about, I was just thinking about this. Um, I feel like, you know, when you follow the course of great civilizations, they go and then they fall. And people have said that, is America going to be like Rome? Every 200 years. And I've always thought it's not going to be. We're not like Rome. But then, like, you saw this advancement, it seemed like, in American culture to get away from these, um, let's see, more violent, volatile, barbaric forms of entertainment and then in lifestyles. But now it seems like 
it seems like American culture is starting to replicate the, the ancient ancients times. right yeah. right as they were Absolutely. they were falling like they were getting pleasure out of things that beating the crap were, out of each other yeah, yeah you know like and, UFC and, and, I don't mind I like that, that but when it gets to like like they're talking about going bare knuckle and but not even that like in an organized fight organized fight is one thing but you see all these people that they love watching fight videos on yeah. t or people they videos people just knocking people out like they're getting entertainment off of these barbaric, violent things, man. And what's what's the difference? Whether it's in the Colosseum of Rome or the or a million people watching on the little Colosseum of your of your phone, right? Even the like, what's the I'm difference? Still related to the octagon, yeah, it's still the same thing. Even that was organized fighting. This is organized fighting. Except it's, the octagon exactly is not is it to the death. Close enough. <laughs> them dudes, man. You ever <laughs> seen them guys get knocked out? They just <laughs> yeah, yeah. They go stiff. I like like, the, it might as well I, be. I, I I like that because I don't mind, especially the UFC because it's such an art, like like an art form. Like especially when you get into jujitsu and boxing and strategy. Oh yeah, it's, it's all beautiful and, stuff. Yeah. But when you have when you come down and you make the comparison, it's just modern. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, age. yeah, I I see that argument, but I like my 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 mixed martial arts. I don't want to give that. I'm one just up. saying, like, it, it, <laughs> the replication is there, and we're headed that direction. Like, no, I, yeah, I see, I see it. Yeah, I, it's going to get to the point. Well, see, according to the Bible, the Antichrist is going to raise up and bring peace to to, to everybody. So there has to be the threat of of. But before that can even happen, we have to have everybody. a third temple built, right, on the um, top of the mountain. I don't. I, I a forget. Big old there right now. Yeah, I, I forget the the um, the lineup. I just know when you start seeing one person bringing peace to everybody um, or stuff like that, that's when you really start rumors of wars. Oh, real quick. So I was listening. Think about this. So Chat GPT, right? I was, a podcast. I forget who it was. They 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 were bringing this up. What do they do if? A newscast goes up of a recording of Putin saying, I'm pressing the button on America. And it's really Chat GPT who created a voice of Putin saying that. So are you talking about like an AI? Yeah, AI creating a video right. or a voice. Then our government reacts to it. And they were saying, yeah, it's like wars and, and, and rumors of wars. And this was not even a Christian podcast. And they said wars and rumors of wars. I was like, that's the verse where Jesus was talking about. Right. In the end times, when you start hearing wars and rumors of wars. What is the rumors of wars? People thinking that there's a war when there's not. AI creates rumors of wars where it's not true. It's these fake people talking, and it's it's AI creating yeah. creating war. I can get behind that because that's a, that's I don't a, think we're having nearly the amount of war over in Ukraine as they say we are. Um, I, I no think a lot of it's that. being staged for a reason, for that reason, to escalate situations. This is why you know how much money we make. So during Trump, we didn't go to war, right? Right. So the military industrial complex was not making as much money. So with all of the drone strikes with Obama and the Clinton people, right? Mm. Then Trump come comes in. No, he still did a whole lot of drone strikes. I, I forgot. But once he gets put out, Biden goes, now we're supporting U Ukraine. Now the military-industrial complex is go rolling and making bank right now. 
And they're not going to stop that, dude. They want that. That thing is flowing. And that's why Ukraine's go, going on. For me, like, did you hear how they had, they were ready for peace talks, like, near the near the beginning. And they're not going to let it happen. And us and them. It's them not just the military complex. There's a lot going on in Ukraine. You got to remember Hunter Biden was sitting on the board of energy in Ukraine. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's that's one of the big things that they're Ukraine? trying to keep quiet. Yeah. He they're trying to keep that quiet, but Ukraine is a huge slush fund running through there. And huh. it's all tied to the Bidens and I, I guarantee it. So you need to watch this and all y'all need to watch this on Tubi. It's called the uh uh Ride the Red Dragon, I think is what mm-hmm. it's called. It's on Tubi, it's about the Biden family and their ties to Chicom and all the money that's being funneled to them from China. They mm-hmm. are bought and paid for by China, no matter how you slice the pie. He's a treasonous not that Bad I, word. Not that I don't think Biden is. They're all corrupt. But when it comes to Hunter Biden, I wonder if it really was like put my son on the board so I can make some money, and he's just smoking crack and doing whores and stuff like stuff. stuff oh yeah, stuff he had like a big that. part to do with it. But yeah, Ukraine, I don't think I don't think he has like an actual all, like he was that's actually all money laundering through you. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he. But I. I don't think like he's just. I don't think he's pulling strings at all. I just think he's no. a junkie. No, he, not just that, but he's also – so they have him on uh, recording, and um, they have text messages, emails, the whole nine yards of him. Oh, I'll get you for this this amount of money to get you to the big guy and things like that. Um, there's a lot more going on in Ukraine than people want to think there is. It, there's over 18, I want to say, different biolabs that are all ran by the U.S. because we can't do that kind of research here. So they oh, do it yeah, in Ukraine, and it's all along the border of, a, yeah. of Russia. People are scared, especially in Russia, that there is um, uh, gen- or not gender, uh, genetically specific microorganisms that they're being developed to take down Russia. So Putin is very concerned about that. But not just that. You have, um, like I said, the money laundering situation. And uh, what's the other? Oh, the fact that NATO promised that they wouldn't advance the Eastern Front any farther and they have by having ukraine oh, join yeah, yeah, nato yeah, I remember all that. they have yeah. now broken that but that ukraine hasn't joined nato yet. yet but they're trying oh i don't think they're gonna allow them because that's gonna that's the whole fight with russia yeah oh no i don't think they're going i don't think nato is going to allow them oh they were that's gonna start to join uh, nato I don't think we're going that that will start world, world war three war that oh, we're will. already there buddy yeah and that i hope we don't I, I think in far as the World War Three thing goes, I really think that people, they're not, they're going to, I should have, I really think they're going to pull back and not, because if they do, because we're fine as long, for right now, I feel like we're fine as, as long as it's not costing us troops, but once Ukraine joins NATO, we now have to send, we're, we have to send troops now because it's it's like our own. Th- so I don't think because that's the big deal. But again, what happens out of that? You get the uh, a whole lot of money. Somebody is makes a whole. You get the whole military industrial complex yeah. flowing uh, again. I know, I know. And that just gets uh, those neocons all psyched I up know, and ready to roll. Dude, I'm so sick of that. Like, yeah, that just drives me nuts, man. I don't understand how anybody can see how. When making money off of going to war is any way, shape, or form ethically okay? Yeah. Like, like there's got to be a better way to do it. Like, don't make profit off off of it. Like, why is there not a better way to do it? Well, because it's only a select few that want to make all the money in the world and keep us down. That's it. 
Oh no, that's, I that's agree. the globalist. That's your that's your Bill Gates and uh, yeah. Elon Musk's and Neil deGrasse Tyson's and all them stupid people. Like that's <laughs> that's it. Um, but they, we got to wrap they, this up. They, they all got pride, right? They all do. <laughs> we got to wrap this up because this has gone way longer than I thought it was. I'm getting phone calls that are interrupting the podcast. All right, close this out. All right. Uh, so, anyways, guys, you can find us on, and we'll, maybe we can pick this up on next episode uh, to finish off Pride. And I think that's what we'll do. We'll finish it off on another episode. Um, we've got deviated way off topic, but nevertheless, we it was had a good conversation. Conversations. Um, so we're going to pick it up again and finish it out on the next episode, guys. Uh, again, I apologize for uh, leaving you hanging for so long, uh, but here, here's episode. Is this episode five? Pretty sure it's episode five, guys. Uh, Anyways, we're going to close out. We love you guys. Stay safe and God bless you. Peace.